action. Hello and welcome to another episode of Your Average Critics, joined as usual by Chris and Obi. Today we're going to do a deep dive into the illustrious career of one Willard Carroll Smith Jr., uh, also known as, as Will Smith, not William, as Obi thought earlier. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got the receipts to prove anything. Um, <laughs> so he started off as the Fresh Prince uh, and most recently has been seen in Christ knows actually yeah, he was that. voiced voiced the spies in disguise which I never saw oh, I um, yeah. did you say you watched that I bought it and I watched it was it any good it was alright it was alright <laughs> it was alright how was his voice performance in comparison to Shark Tale oh is this how we're going into it we're starting right now are we alright okay why yeah. not? I wanted to go over a few things, but yeah, let's go and talk about no, that. No, a few things first. No, no, no. That's that's. So a... I just kind of had a few like, like pin, like points that I wanted to talk about. So I wanted to kind of break it down into like, so like, what have we watched of his like recently that we haven't seen maybe or that we're rewatching, and then maybe like, like, what do you think is his best film? Like, what do you think is his like best performance? Um, Mate, what do you think is his worst film? <laughs> And like right. stuff like that kind of thing and like okay go for it yeah I, I mean i've i haven't seen too much so i'm happy for you no. to kind of lead lead that Can I so, just ask, well, when you looked at the yeah. film you've been in did you look on the wikipedia filmography yeah uh, yeah because i was like looking at it and i was like this isn't that long like i was expecting more really it's he did have a, he he had a couple of hiatuses didn't he I think there was no he didn't have, he didn't appear in a film for four years between oh eight and twenty twelve and then mm. had another break for eighteen months or so. Yeah, because he mm. produced films instead. Mm. But yeah, anyway, yeah, sorry. Oh wait, when this tell was then? Oh, the oh that film hasn't arrived either. Oh shit! Damn it! Anyway, sorry. I just realised that I ordered two other films and they haven't arrived yet, so one of two Smith films coming. So what's what's the first category you wanted to talk about, Obes? Um, so like, what of what of his what films of his have you watched recently? Like, we can talk about talk about that kind of thing. Okay. Um, well, I saw for the research of this pod Ali, which I'd never seen before, and uh, in uh, I Am Legend, which I have seen a few times, but still really enjoyed it. Um. And I started watching Bad Boys again, um, but I could probably ready. also could also probably refer to iRobot, um, Independence Day, Bright, Suicide Squad, um, yeah, and Pursuit of Happiness. So they're probably my frames of reference. Chris, mate, I watched every film of his besides Gemini Man which I got duped because I accidentally bought the cover rather than the actual DVD. <laughs> what? You just bought the sleeve? Yeah, so like I saw it and I was like, well, I'm not going to buy that one. And, I, and then I went to the next one and I got distracted. So I must have accidentally bought the one that I said I wasn't going to buy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Can you return it? No. Why? Uh, Where did you buy it from? Or can you not say? And, and it op- eBay and it openly said sleeve only. So it, just <laughs> it was just because I was buying loads off eBay at once. 
Because like, yeah, surely you could just send it back. How much did it cost you? It don't really matter. I'm just gonna. I'll just wait to. I'll look on eBay for just a CD on its own. I'm really not bothered by Gemini Man. It's, the amount of money, uh, the amount of money I saved on getting things cheaper on eBay, I've basically just nullified with buying a cover for two pounds. So it's not really the. <laughs> also, also, <laughs> Gemini Man's not very good, Chris. So you're not missing out. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I can't believe you but, bought that. That's I know. Uh, basically, the only ones I haven't watched are. Where the day takes you, made in America, six degrees of separation. Uh, didn't get around to watching Wild Wild West because it only arrived yesterday. And I also didn't watch Focus, but I, I remember what happens in that. I mean, Wild Wild West is not a good film. So no. uh, that's one of my that's my first controversial opinion. Yeah, <laughs> I think Wild Wild West is really good. <laughs> well, okay, let me caveat that by saying I enjoyed it when I was younger, but I've Okay. I've not seen it for years and probably would, you know, so I'd probably just going off what other people say to be fair, but it's got a good, good um, theme tune. Yeah, the, um, the music in there bangs. Glenn, <laughs> yeah. um, I'm disappointed you, mate. I've put in the time and effort for like the first time in a long time. I know, I'm, I was genuinely surprised about that to be fair, but um, <laughs> Damn. maybe we're, switch, we're switching roles now. <laughs> Questioning your professionalism, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> I've been um, a full-time career where I earn money. So, <laughs> so what about um, what about you, Obi? What did you watch in prep? So I watched. Um, so there's two films I watched that I've never seen before. I watched um, Collateral Beauty. When okay. I, was in I watched Seven Pounds. You never seen it before? Oh, mate! I've never seen it. No. Um, I watched Six Degrees of Separation. Um, yeah, those are the ones I haven't seen. And then I rewatched uh, iRobot. Uh, iRobot. What else? I'm Legend. No, I didn't rewatch I'm Legend. I've seen that bare times. Let me see it again. Um, uh, I rewatched uh, iRobot. Fuck. What did I rewatch? Independence Day. Independence Day. Thank you. Independence Day. Men in uh, Black. And Sagan. Men in Black. No, I've seen Money Back loads of times. Uh, I, mean, I actually watched that like six months ago, funnily enough. But um, yeah, so is that Chris, or even Glenn actually, of the ones that you've watched, uh, is there any one that like, you watch it now and you're like, it's worse or it's better or about the same? Uh, it's, yeah, I think, no. sorry, I think what, for me, I'm, I'm trying to separate his performance from the film because they're quite different things like so independence day is very dated like i watched it maybe a year ago and i was like wow this like you know at the time in 96 when it came out you're like wow this is you know good sci-fi film entertaining whatever and i rewatched it and i was like nah this this is the effects aren't great you know relative to now and i just wasn't that into it um but i think he i think he's pretty good in everything I've seen you know I I think he's not necessarily the worst part of the bad films he's been in um but I've never seen After Earth so I don't know whether he's <laughs> put a bad performance in for that but like no. Bright is Bright is not a very good film but I think he's he's all like right Bright. in it special um, I reckon I rewatched Bright and I, I enjoyed it a lot more in the second watch oh really yeah um, 
I appreciate it a little bit more. So, um, be right back, guys. So carry on. Okay. But I mean, I'd never seen Ali, and I thought his performance in that was really good. Yeah. Um, he, he got Oscar nominated for it, which I, I think is you know, well deserved. Um, and I just think, I mean, I'll probably repeat this when Chris comes back, but he just has some of the best kind of um, body of work across loads of genres. And oh, I, can't... I, said, I was going to say this exact same thing, Glenn. Oh, my gosh. Go. Yeah, I, I can't think of another actor of his kind of... Um, so diverse. Yeah, of his kind of, you know, a contemporary of him who has been in comedies, sci-fi, sci-fi comedies, horror, rom-com. thrillers, rom-com, um, heist-type films, but yeah, biopics... You know, he's just, his body of work is, yeah, just so broad. And and he's one of those actors where you don't watch it and go, he's playing Will Smith. Like, I sort of do kind of believe him as the character that he plays. Um, so particularly when he was playing Muhammad Ali, like, you can tell, like, he changed the vo- his voice. Yeah. Like the pitch, the cadence, or whatever—I I don't know technical terms—but you know, he kind of adopted that, and I think that's the kind of one of the key things about being a good actor is—is is that you know you can actually convince someone who who he's so recognisable yeah. that you can go. My mind's telling me it's Will Smith, but he sounds like Muhammad Ali, you know, and I think that's a testament to him, and I. I genuinely can't think of another actor who has been in that broad of a spectrum like he's done suicide squad hancock he's done pursuit of happiness he's you know yeah um, concussion like you could just name so many and they're all quite different so he's not one of these actors that just focuses on drama or just focuses on comedy and you know it's not as if he even dips his toe in he he's quite consistent um with the diversity of films that he gets into. So um, that was what really stood out for me in this. I agree, 100%. We're saying that Will Smith is probably one of the only actors with such a diverse range of films in terms of genres um, and like types of performance, you know, comedy, action, biopic, drama, horror, thriller, you know, superhero, True. all of these. Yeah. Um, and I believe him as those characters, um, you know, whereas like you watch some films and you're like, oh, yeah, it's Ryan Reynolds playing Ryan Reynolds. A lot of Denzel films are like that, actually, even though I love him. Oh, what, he's just Denzel? A lot of them, yeah, I would say. Depends yeah, that's same. what I was, th- I was thinking as well. And like, maybe it's quite reduc- reductive of me like, to... Those of people get typecast for their roles, like... Did the people offer like Denzel or Ryan Reynolds different roles to what they're? I like... think they're. I think they'd be at the point now in their careers where you could pretty they could pretty much do any kind of film they wanted. And, but, and also, like they're big enough actors to seek out these roles. Yeah, you don't have to wait for them to come to you. Like, like Will Smith started off as a rapper and then became. Uh, called The Fresh Prince and then had a show called The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air which is a sitcom 
So it would be quite easy for him to have just been pigeonholed into a sitcom. And like, you know, I don't know what his first role was, but one of his earliest roles was Bad Boys, which mm. is like action comedy. But then, you know, Men in Black, or oh, Independence Day, which is pretty much straight up sci-fi. Men mm. in Black, sci-fi comedy, Enemy of the State, thriller, Wild Wild West, kind of, you know, western-y comedy. Um, then Legend of Bagavance, which I don't know what that is. Ali. He, he's like a... He help, it's, um, he's like a... He's a... It's a golf... It's about a guy who's lost his swinging golf. And oh, OK. Will Smith is Bagavance, and he's like trying to get the guy to be back to the way he was without, like, pushing him there. But okay. I'm only- I only got I only got through about half an hour of the film before I had to leave the house before I left the house today. So, but I mean, like even from those, he you know whether it's his choice or I don't know whether he sought out different types of roles. But those roles, you know, it's not all just sitcom uh, mm. or comedy. So he he has you know, and he was Oscar nominated for Ali. So it's it shows his range, um, and even since then, you know. I Robot, Shark Tale, Hitch, Pursuit Happiness, I'm Legend, Hancock. He seems to oscillate between doing like a sh- purer comedy to then like a drama or a thriller and um, ser- served him well. Mm. Mm. What are you also? Thoughts? Sorry, just wanted to point out first rapper to win a Grammy. Bernardo. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Ah. Um, yeah, then I completely agree. Um, and I think, like, it is, like like you said, it is easy, or I think Chris said, it's easy to get typecast into a role and you end up... Because, like, Will Smith is, like, and like most actors, is, like, really charming. So, like, you yes. get to a point where, like... So, like, like, same with, like, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds is charming in a different sort of way, but he is quite charming. But his one lends itself to a certain style of film, certain type of character as well, whereas I think mm-hmm. Will Smith can make all his different characters charming, but in different ways. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I completely right. agree. I I must admit, for the films I watched, I found it very hard to find a bad film, like him acting in, like not the film overall. The film overall could be bad, mm. but his acting in the films, I didn't find potentially a bad acting role. Mm. It is. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that as well. Um, but then again, I've not seen Gemini Man, so I don't know whether he was bad in that or if it was just a bad film. He's um, fine in that, but the film's just a bit waste. Okay. So um, I, I wasn't massively keen on him as the genie in Aladdin. Oh, but, I loved it. I loved him. In that. But I think maybe that's just the genie character itself. I don't think, I'm not saying he was bad. I mean, he was very like hammy, but I think yeah. that's kind of the point. I, um, think, I think personally, for the role he was taking over from, like taking hmm. over from. Um, Robin Williams. Robin Williams, and then having to also put it into a live action, go against all the hate he was getting for taking that role because he was. It was a lot of people saying, "Oh, why is it? Why isn't he blue and all this stuff and like all this rubbish?" Yeah, really well, especially as it was quite a musically film. Yeah, yeah, I th- yeah. So he's not really been in a bad film. Do you think um, the kind of range of films that he does has probably led to him like stinkers 
Yeah, no, but more. I was thinking more. I was shocked that he's not won an Oscar. Yeah, I actually you think know, um, after he, so he's been nominated twice. I reckon that after uh, the second time, I think he's tried to kind of like look specifically for films that he think this might get me my Oscar kind of thing. So like Seven Pounds, Concussion, um, Clatal Beauty, even like films that are kind of like uh, more drama. Oscar Drop. bait. Yeah, Oscar bait, yeah, that's a, that's a better word. I'm kind of interested to see what this King, Art, King Richard film is going to be like. Oh, is that like a... 2021. Not, not the least. sequel to King Arthur, is it? Oh, God, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know, I doubt it. I don't the, think they're making a sequel. The, the American biographical drama film directed by Ronaldo Marcus Green and written by Zach Bailey, Balin. And it stars Will Smith as Richard Williams, the father and coach of a tennis player, Venus. And oh, sorry. oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, for his last uh, nomination, which was in 2006. Yeah. Oh, that can't be right. Hang on. 2007, I think, maybe. Yeah, I was looking at the wrong one. I was like, he's not even nominated in that one. Because they always do it a year later, don't they? Yeah, Fucking arseholes. So annoying. <laughs> Film comes out in 2006. Should right. I'm trying to figure out. I'm just trying to f- see who won Best Actor that year. Forrest Whitaker for Whitaker. Last King Scotland. Oh, okay, <laughs> fair enough. That's a pretty good performance. Yeah, and the, thing is, won- have, um, the one he got when he got nominated for Ali, I think Denzel Washington won that one for Training Day. So I can see uh, why that one as well. So. He's been unlucky. That yeah. is so peak. <laughs> yeah. Because I was thinking, like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe he was overlooked by someone who shouldn't really deserved it. But I think those ones are pretty well deserving. But, you know, he's one of those actors that I guess, you know, as much as I think Denzel Washington's a great actor, he he's in pretty much the same sort of films. Like, they're yeah. always, like, drama, thriller, reaction. He, I don't, I, I can't think of a film where Denzel Washington is in a comedy. Uh, I might be wrong, but... Have you seen the one with... Oh, good God. Have you seen the one with... um? Mark Wahlberg, I think it's called like Two Cops or Two Bad Cops or something like that. Two Guns? Pr- two Guns, that's it. Mm. Yeah, that's ah. like a that's like a buddy cop kind of thing. I don't think I've seen that, or if I did, I've pushed out my memory. It's still, very, still very action-based, though, isn't it? Yeah, I yeah just, it's I, like Bad Boys. Kind yeah. of he's, he's not got the kind of genre diversity of a Will Smith. And I'm not knocking that as a career choice, because he obviously is a very well-renowned and well-respected actor. But I, and I, that's maybe the opposite of Good Girl by Morris, the opposite of um, Will Smith in the fact that because he jumps around genres and plays in genres that are less well-respected, that might have kind of been at the detriment of, of how... Not, I'm not saying he's not a serious actor or people don't perceive him as that, but there's probably a bit of kind of clout that's missed by... Being in your Men in Blacks and well, your oh, yeah, um, sorry, uh, and and just those sorts of films, like whilst they appeal to a big audience, like I think kind of critically, people aren't going to say, oh, you know, what a great performance by Will Smith. It's more going to be, oh, he was funny, or the film made a lot of money. Whereas you know, with like Man on Fire and Training Day and you know, um, American Gangster, everyone's like lauding Denzel's performances. So the performance mm. in those sorts of films are the main thing that people kind of comment on. Um, so 
I don't know. Do you... I feel like if he had done iRobot or I Am Legend now, and today, and it was like more modernised to everyone to be like, oh, that's sick. Um, he might be more likely to be nominated because of the circumstance we are in now with like all these superhero movies and all these sci-fi movies and stuff. Rather, yeah. back probably wasn't as prominent to be nominated for them kind of roles. I I would agree with you. Yeah, definitely. So are they like if if we had to look back at his back catalogue and think, okay, looking at it with modern eyes, what ones would he be nominated for? Are you saying that? Um, I Robot and no, sorry, I Am Legend and what else do you think he'd be nominated for potentially? Well, I'm kind of surprised he wasn't nominated for Seven Pounds. To be honest, when was that? Seven Pounds is a really weird film. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen it? Yeah. No. I like it. So, like the premise of it basically then is that um, Will Smith's character causes uh, by a dangerous driver, and he causes the death of his wife. And six other people, oh, uh, it's fiance, sorry, and six other people, and so like filled with like loads of grief and stuff, he tries to live the rest of his life by um, enhancing the lives of seven people. Um, and basically, you see him throughout the film, like he he's looking for people to check if they're a good person, so that he can give them a gift. I think he he calls it basically. In the midst of all this, he falls in love with one of the people who he's giving giving a gift to, and basically, he um, in the end. Do you, do you care if I spoil this? Then? Sorry. No. Okay. So in the end, he kills himself so that he can give a blind man his eyes. Um, the woman who he who he fell in love with, he gives her um, his heart. She had heart failure or something. Um, and then before the film, he gave before the film ended, he gave um, a woman who was subject to domestic violence he gave him um, money and uh, his house um, I think he gave a, he gave a little kids uh, some bone marrow he gave another woman like part of his liver part of his kidney or something like that Jeez, so, this sounds so kind of it's bad deep and it, it is yeah. like it's a bit of a like, mind fuck because like, I never even knew you could actually like be like, hey, here's my heart. I'm giving it to this person. I don't think you can. It's not. It's not ethical. <laughs> it just <laughs> sounds draining, man. I'm just yeah. like emotionally. He, he is bare deep, and like he's also during this, he's impersonating his brother as a. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't remember what he's impersonating him as now. IRS he, agent. Or something. Yeah, and he's trying, and his so. brother's trying to stop him because I think he at this point Will's given that not Will, sorry. Um. The guy has given his brother part of his kidney as well, mm. or his lung, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. But he would have given me all of it if he could have done. Yeah. I think it's bare sad because like his best mate knows he's gonna do it, and his yeah. best mate doesn't want him to do it, and he's like, "Look, if you're my friend, you'll just do as I say." Kind mm. of. Thing. It's kind of bare deep. Mm. Mm. Is that like relatively? I mean, I don't think I'm not saying they're similar films, but isn't in Collateral Beauty he doesn't he cause the death of people? No, or... no. In Collateral Beauty, his his daughter has a rare type of blood cancer and she dies, or brain cancer and she dies. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. he likes an emotional gut punch, doesn't he? That's definitely he's got, he was trying to get that Oscar. I think. I thought you watched Collateral Beauty, Glenn. I swear, when we when we talk, spoke about it before, you said you'd watched it. Nah, not. It's quite it, that that. That film's uh, 
quite it's meant to be symbolic isn't it like there's the the free is that the one where it's got the free time uh, love and death yeah 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 i don't know i feel like if you're an academy voter these films where they're a bit kind of contrived um i think that works against them you know and from what you've described with seven pounds and classical beauty they sound quite contrived um so i don't know but yeah i think i think he's definitely a good enough actor to deserve an award um i think i probably think he should have got it for pursuit of happiness um but when you're coming up against forrest whitaker playing Idi Amin, like fucking hell you know yeah i think it's a really good film powerful what were your other kind of criteria Roby? so i was so like uh this might be two different things i think it probably will be for both of you what's your what's in your mind what's the best will smith film and then what's his best performance oh. I'll go first. yeah go on okay so i think well, you know what I'm going to say. Like, his best performance, without a doubt, is uh, Pursuit of Happiness. Like, that's like one of my favorite films. Agreed. In that film, he's like, that's like, like, ah, oh, like, every, everything that happens in that film just hits you in the gut. And it's just like, oh, man. Like, the, I don't think I've ever been happier to see a happy ending than I was <laughs> at the end of that film. Um, I felt very sorry for him when he, like, was it he, uh, not painting himself, had to go to prison, or, and then he, and then he got, and he had to go to the interview the next day, and they were just looking at him like, "What is what is going on?" Yeah. And the, oh no, the toilet, the train toilet scene. That's, that scene gets me. That scene honestly. Bad oh. man. So sad. And I think it's also like also what he's done really well is utilize his children. Like the fact that that is Jaden, and like it just makes that connection between the characters even more profound. Um. And I think it's the same in I Am Legend, although not to the same emotional degree, but I think Willow Smith plays his daughter in that film. Yeah, she does, yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it just adds to that kind of realism. To be honest, for me as well, that's his best film. That's my favourite film of his as well. But if I had to okay. go different and pick something else, I would probably go for I Am Legend, I think. Yeah, I think I'd, I think I'd have to agree with that. Um, it'd be a toss-up between I Am Legend and I, Robot. Yeah, same. Um, I just think they're both like really well executed kind yeah. of thrillers. Um, and like, the thing I love about um, iRobot as well is that, like, I feel like Wilson's character is exactly how I would be if there was like loads of artificial intelligence running around. <laughs> I'd be like, don't fucking trust these fucking robots. They're going <laughs> to take over. Like, I get, I feel like that film is just telling me, like, Every, all the people, scientists right now, now who are trying to build um, artificial intelligence, you've got dozens of examples of why you shouldn't do it, and everyone still tries to do it. And I feel like eventually the robots are going to take over. But, anyway. Is our robot the scene where he stands in the shower, and it's pretty sexy? Where he stands oh, right. in the shower. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm legend. I think so yeah. Or is it, I'm robot. Oh shit! And there's like a there's like a hint of pain. I think that's I I think that's our robot. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. Like, it's a bit yeah. of bump, yeah. Yeah, some pretty something afterwards, after he sorted himself out. Wait, unrelated note, yeah, sorry, quickly, I'm just going to say this. 
I watched the rewatch Independence Day, yeah? Jeff Goldblum was a spice back in the day. <laughs> Bare people fancy him. He's like a... It was a ting, I'm just saying. It was a ting. <laughs> <laughs> then when I say, yeah, when I say... When, you remember when I had a go at um, Joe Butler because he looks bare scruffy, yeah? Yeah. That's what he needs to start looking like Jeff Goldblum back in 96 or whatever the fuck it was. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what he needs to be like in these films, mate. Anyway. Uh, funny. <laughs> You're crazy. Um, but yeah, so I would I would probably agree I, Robot, or I Am Legend. Um, the, the, the thing that I found most pronounced about when I rewatched Dime Legend was that for a good 45 minutes to an hour, he literally carries that film just by himself. Hey, and hey. again, what film? I'm Legend. Oh, right, yeah. There's a solid, you know, 45 minutes, a good half the film where it's just him and that dog. And, you know, it's, it's just a little kind of mannerisms and the way he does it that really kind of humanizes that character like when he goes into blockbusters and he he's like sees the mannequin and he's like oh i want to talk to her but you know oh, i'm not feeling you know I'm too nervous and then he says to sam like oh, i'm gonna talk to her tomorrow you know and he's like hey you know he just like talks to them and, and i don't know it's it's silly and i think any other act you know another actor it might have come across as really dumb but just his performance and the delivery of those lines, it was just, I don't know, it was sort of like, I would probably do that if I was on my own, you know, in a city and, you know, you'd probably start talking to the mannequins. I don't know, there was just something about it that felt authentic. I agree. And I think, like, it's one of the hardest things, I think, is acting alone. <laughs> like, yeah. even when, whether or not there's someone there or whether or not, like, there's supposed to be someone there, but it's, like, computer-generated or whatever. I think it must be so hard because you haven't got anyone to bounce off of, to play off of. Yeah, exactly. You know, when I first watched the film, I never, like, quite understood the whole... Um... So, you know, the mannequin appears, obviously, somewhere else. Yeah. I never... The first time watching that, I never kind of clocked that that mannequin had moved. I thought he was just having a mad moment. But now I realise, like... The zombie, vampire, whatever you want to call them people, set him up, didn't they? Yeah. And that's kind of like, what are you doing over here? Oh, my God. Yeah. To be honest, what's really frustrating is there is so much more of that film I would like to see. Like, Mm. they basically did in 96 minutes what um, The Walking Dead has failed to do in 14 years. Uh, It's just like... I was, uh, I was, you know, like, yeah, the the kind of the zombie creatures becoming a bit more, they're becoming a bit more sentient and like they're using, you know, trickery and, you know, there's just all this subplot that, and, and I'm like, oh my God, I want to find out more. But it's so frustrating that you can't because it just ends. It's, it's kind of mad as well. Like there's so many like, like, uh, like symbolisms in it as well. Like at the very end, the butterfly and like how it relates to like his daughter and um, what was it on? I noticed. I can't remember the other one, but uh, there's a load, loads of little bits of details in that film, which is so good. And the fact it predicted Batman versus Superman as well. <laughs> yeah. But, did you did you watch both the endings? That's the real question. Yeah. I've never I've never seen the director's ending. I've read what it is, but I've never seen it, so I don't know which one is better. 
I I prefer the one they <laughs> they put out. However, yeah. the one leads to a sequel essentially because it's like the zombie that will uh, well that is his name the zombie that he's taken is like the wife or partner to the zombie who's attacking him and that's what mm. they get and then so he ends up just giving back the, zo- the zombie woman and then they and that's it yeah, yeah. So I think it's better because obviously, like he sacrifices himself because he really doesn't believe he has anything to live for. He's done his job that he stayed there to do, and he's helped people get to the well. He's, well, the people took his cure and went somewhere else, didn't they? I think I think he he plays the kind of tragic hero quite well because I think there's a lot of actors that would not want to be killed off in the film. Yeah. Um, you know, you hear about some scripts that have to change because this person didn't want to die. Like, I was random, but when we did the... Um, I watched uh, Enter the Dragon, the Bruce Lee film. One of the characters was played by an actor who was really famous at the time. And he got the script changed so that his character didn't die and some other character did. So, like, there are actors who don't want to die in films, but he seems to be kind of all right to kind of take the glory in it but but perish at the end you know like i'm legend um what did you say it was seven pounds and you know so it's i think that is a testament to him as well the only thing i would say about i would like to see from will smith as an actor is him to play a villain so can i quickly say something can i quickly say yeah. something? so in six degrees of separation he does play a, a bad guy um, oh okay so the this is I think it may be his third film that he ever done, um, and uh, so he plays like con man basically, and the film is about um, a rich white couple and lo- and their friends basically telling a story about how they got conned by Will or got conned by Will Smith's character, and he's like a gay con artist who comes from I don't even know where they don't I don't think they mention it but he manages to worm his way into their lives. Doesn't steal any money, or r- really anyway. He only steals, like, he only takes him, like, a little bit, or he takes what he's given. He manages to trick them into giving him, like, money kind of thing. But then mm-hmm. he's, like, uh, in his mind, he's managed to convince himself that he is this famous person that he said he was at the start of the film, even though he's just some guy who comes from the streets. But he manages to convince himself that he's convinced himself and others that he's the son um, of a famous actor. Um, and he plays like a really like disturbed, almost sociopathic character. And okay. like, it's quite, yeah, it's actually quite like the film itself is is pretty decent, I would say. But it, it's quite um, uh, when I when I googled it, the first thing someone said it, they said it, it's very intriguing, and I think that's like a great word for it because like not a lot of stuff happens. But I just think the way the story is told and the way the characters are presented, I think is really done really well, and it kept me interested in the film. Um, okay. So yeah, that's like the most un-Will Smith-like role I've ever seen him do. That sounds really interesting, and I actually can't wait for that to come into the po- in the post now. <laughs> to watch. Yeah, I want to watch that now. But he, he does play, I would say he plays a villain two more times that I know of. And I'd okay. say he's a villain in focus, because he steals people. Yeah, I mean, he plays... The protagonist of the film, though, I would say. He plays, he plays characters who are morally dubious, but he always plays them as if they're like... Um, you root, you root, yeah. So obviously, again, you could argue. Obviously, Deadshot is a villainous character, but 
they're basically the heroes of Suicide Squad. And Focus, yeah, he's he's a con man, but it's sort of like the con man that you want to um, succeed. And he's like you said, he's very charming, and he's very, he's he's not. I mean, I don't know about Six Degrees Separation because I've not seen it, but he's not played an out and out villain. Um, well, he he played he played in a winter's a New York Winter's Tale. He was Lucifer. I'll say okay. that's out and out villain. However, he had about five minutes of screen time. So <laughs> yeah, just our caveat in Six Degrees Separation, he is still very charming. But he is the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot of villains are charming. You look at Hannibal Lecter, like you know. Yeah, because I was going to say, add Lucifer. He didn't say much, but he's very like level-headed. Like the guy who's the main villain isn't really thinking straight, and he's trying to tell him like, do it this way, do it the right way, kind of thing. He's still quite a level-headed character. Yeah, I just want him to be. Yeah, I don't know. I just would be interested to see if you can. If he could convince an audience not to like him, do you like him in Suicide Squad? I do. I like him a lot. Actually. Yeah. Even rewatching no, it the other day, I really like him. I, I, I suppose I, this is same thing. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Right. Mr. Victor's a bit of an arsehole in Hancock, isn't he? He is at first, but I suppose by the. Oh, Hancock is, is a film that has so much potential, but. Yeah. It, it really does. I think oh, just, I rewatched oh. it. Like, I've rewatched fucking loads of them, but like in Hancock, I think they introduce they they almost introduce the end of the story too early. So like they introduce yeah. the lady being his sole partner way too soon in the film. I think, and I think yeah. it's it's obviously they've connected it. So the coincidence of her being partners to the person who's helping him. Is because it, they are attracted to one another. Yeah. However, I think it's too coincidental. Like, I feel like there could have been a bit of separation from it. Mm. I think there's this, the whole story. Like, there could have been a bit more of a story of like his redemption, and I think it is quite deep actually, like how he goes to prison, he bears with it, he goes to therapy and all this stuff, and then they want him back to help him, which mm. is quite deep. But the fact that like within like a matter of minutes like click he's like battling it out with this this man's wife and for years she's not given a shit no for years she's given a shit about her secret identity and all of a sudden she's like smashing buildings with, with him across the world giving her identity away like just uh, yeah i agree with you i think that film could have done so much more with its with its everything really I do think if it come out now, though, I think it'd be. I think people would like it more if it come out now because we're in that age of superhero everything. Whereas when it come out, I think two thousand eight, I feel like Iron Man come out the year, Dark Knight come out that year, but they were like, there wasn't much going on. Like the MCU barely started. Like the Dark Knight yeah. was the exception kind of thing. To the yeah, I agree. Who is Hancock owned by? I feel like it's original. I feel like, but um, the thing I wanted to. Sorry, did they, you guys want? Did you guys want to mention anything else? No, I, I want. I want. There's like a broader thing I want to touch on, but you go first. No, you go on. You go. You go. Well, I just wanted to point out, like I didn't realize until just now, but he produces a lot of his own stuff. 
um, as well as other stuff. Like from he's got a company called Overbrook Entertainment, um, which I noticed on the I'm Legend kind of intro credits, but I didn't realise that he was the co-founder of it. Um, so they've so it says here that he set it up to um, uh, to serve as producer and to find roles. Um, he uses his role in the company to help unknown artists record music uh, and you know get into film and stuff so that's quite like a philanthropic effort in some regards but he produced um Ali, iRobot, uh, Hitch, Pursuit of Happiness, I'm Legend, Hancock uh, and then other films that he's not been in like Lakeview Terrace, Karate Kid or he might have been in that I don't know um Annie Annie and things like that so um, and to all the boys I've loved before which is a Netflix film Um, but what I've noticed about a lot of the films that he's produced is they are very diverse in terms of their cast so there's a lot of films featuring people of colour either as the main protagonist um, or behind the camera um so you've got like M. Night Shyamalan did After Earth and stuff like that. So, you know, he, he's using his kind of star power to really promote, um, yeah, diversity within Hollywood. And I feel like he needs to shout about that a little bit more. Because <laughs> mm. someone like me has only just stumbled upon it from, you know, looking I mean, at him. did his career because of this, of this though. Because he's basically essentially, from the amount of things that are on this Overbrook Entertainment, he's essentially handpicked what he wants to play. Yeah, yeah, that's Because there's, there's, what, 10, 12 films here that are part of this company that he's been the main character for, which obviously is going to sell because he's Will Smith, so fair play. And yeah. he's a, but, like, I'm sure there's more diverse things that he pick up on that he could be involved in if he owns this company well I mean I feel like from what he's you know from just the films that we saw you know he's doing a good job with regards to that Um, and also to be fair like a lot of these films probably wouldn't get off the ground if he wasn't involved in them as a main actor you know because he's you know quite a bankable star Um, yeah But yeah, um, I just I was gonna. Oh, sorry, gone. No, I was just gonna say I didn't. I didn't know if you guys were aware that he was a producer to that extent. No, I didn't know that. I didn't know that, to be fair. I only I only knew it because I was looking up what life in a year was the other day. What I was gonna say in like kind of connection to that is that I tweeted the other day that I think that um, Will Smith is a really really good actor who doesn't always pick the best films, and I wonder if him producing those films is a part of that if that makes any sense what i just said yeah so like it, yeah so he wants the film to get made but or take a chance on a director or whatever or a script but he has to be in it for it to happen yeah yeah so yeah I'm like i kind of said like so like notoriously he turned down the role of uh, neo i think in matrix yeah. to be in wild wild west yeah. um and like my point was, I feel like he might he needs a, maybe a better team around him to help or agent maybe to help him pick better films because if you go through, uh, I don't know maybe one of you can check 
but it might be a bit long. But if I reckon if you went through his 20-odd films that he's done in his career, I reckon that very few of them have, like, good are, re- are well-rated critically, like over 80% of Rotten Tomatoes, for example. Like, I think True. a lot of people hate a lot. Well, not maybe not hate. But a lot of people don't rate a lot of his films. And there must be some, like reason behind that i guess maybe that um because he maybe because he just kind of is in stuff that he wants to be in kind of thing maybe he just doesn't really give a shit about um damn he's a bad rotten tomato rating but then on the flip side of that like yeah so his films might not be critically well received but but financially so he's the only actor to eight consecutive films gross gross over 100 million in the domestic box office 11 consecutive films gross over 150 million internationally and eight consecutive films in which he starred open number one in the domestic box office his um his films have made 7.5 billion at the global box office Um, and 17 of the 21 films he's had a leading role in have uh grossed over 100 million five of them over 500 million so he, he is you know critics might not like his films too much but audiences do um i'm city kings what the fuck is that but looking at his filmography you you heard of charm city kings no no what the fuck is that ron tomato have got it as his as his third highest uh, rated film is it a documentary or something I couldn't see it. His first one's Dads, which is a documentary where he plays himself. His second is Men in Black. His third is Charm City Kings. And his fourth is Six Degrees of Separation. Right, giving it a quick a Google lot, for you. A lot of oh. them, a lot of his films are such bad ratings. Yeah. Wow. Really He's been done dirty with this, you yeah. know? Like, they're including him as producer. I don't care about his producer roles, but Jesus. Christ. Iron Legend got 68%. Pursuit of Happiness got 67 That's harsh, man. What? Pursuit of Happiness should be like 95%. Mitch got 68 So that matched Iron Legend. I don't believe that. Ali that... got 68 Enemy of State got 72 Independence Day got 65 Men in Black got 92 Where the Day Takes You, 80%. So that this, this um, Charm City Kings is produced by Overbrook. So and I was going to say because I can't see it on there on his but, filmography well, list. When was the last time he was actually in a good film? Oh, I mean, Obi, you've seen Bad Boys for Life, so you'd probably say that. But but I like Bad Boys for Life. Obviously, but, but before I, that, I when was say, the last time he was in a good film? I would say personally, so and this this is controversial. But I would say. Like Bad Boys for Life wasn't a bad film, so I'm I'm just dismissing that for now. But I would say Concussion is a good film, and it's a very interesting film. But whether it should be a film, I'm not so sure. Like, yeah, it's interesting, um, maybe... but it's boring. Interesting, if that makes sense. I don't know how to explain it. Like, but is it like I... a well-crafted film? Like, is it a good film? I think. I think that it's the sort of film. I think that's something I said to Chris. It's the sort of film that's better served as a documentary rather yeah. than rather yeah. than a film. Um, there's a lot of information. It's like it's. I wouldn't say it's biographical because it's not about a specific person. It's just it's about an incident. Yeah. Right? 
Um, so there's a lot of information and it's a lot of things. It's, I think it's a sort of thing where that would come on Netflix as like a six part documentary. You'd be like, oh, this is kind of sick kind of thing yeah. to know that it's been out. But it's not yeah. something, it doesn't lend itself to a uh, big screen, I don't think. Well, I think, I think, I think the thing, the problem they had with it was they, I get it, they focused on um, Bennett, oh, what's his surname? Umaloon? He's a Nigerian man, that's all I know. Yeah. And this Nigerian accent is really bad for now. Bennett Omalu. But, like, basically, like, I get it, they had to do, they did it from this guy's point of view, because he's the one who, like, basically brought up the issue of concussion, like, it sounds like it was already known about and that the NFL were kind of just brushing it aside because of how big their brand was and how much people loved it. And I think a documentary of this would have been better because they could have gone into the the, the, the lives of the families affected because a lot of people died. You can't get their takes on it, but you can get the family's take on it and how it changed their lives. You could go a bit deeper into how the NFL covered it up, why they covered it up. You could probably talk to the old doctors and why they didn't speak out sooner. And they briefly touched on the fact that the FBI got involved and were basically shutting it down. And I swear, and I, and I could be wrong here, and I'm sure I only watched it today, there was like a massive six-year time jump. And I was like, when the fuck did this happen? Mm. There is There's a documentary on Netflix about an American footballer who committed murder and they um the Charles the Charles of uh someone Hernandez yeah Aaron, Aaron Hernandez that's it and yeah. yeah and that was sort of like you saying oh well he suffered from this brain injury as well and that might have led him to make well, wrong decisions yeah because the, the problem with concussion is you can't see it can you unless you look really deep into the, the tissue yeah, to, yeah. yeah. so yeah. but I mean my, my my question is like I'm looking back and I've not seen all of these films so it's a big caveat but I think you guys have and apart from Bad Boys for Life which only came out this year um, Gemini Man you said wasn't great Aladdin's not fantastic Bright Ooh. isn't you're shit Glenn Bright isn't amazing Classical Beauty I don't know what you think Suicide Squad is divisive Concussion you've you know, spoken about focus. I watched it. I wasn't that impressed with it. Um, After Earth is shit. Men in Black Three. Is that any good? Like, is it a good I, film? I, I think Men in Black Three is a good film. Did you say it's fine? It's fine. Yeah. It's exactly. Right. So therefore, you're looking back and saying his last good film was Hancock, which nah. is 2008. It's subjective, though. I think this is your. This is for you. This is good for you. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm saying, like, okay, but that was my question. When was the last time he was in a good film? Like, not an, a, an okay film, not an average film. Bad like, Boys a, for Life. I personally okay, say before Bad, Bad Boys for Life, when was the last time he was in a good film? I would say Seven Aladdin. Pounds. Seven Pounds yeah, was I'd still... Yeah, I'd say Aladdin as well. Okay, alright. But Seven Pounds was 2008. So I'm just saying, like, because we're, we're, we've been lauding him as an actor, rightly so, for the last, you know, however long hour or whatever, but He's not actually been in a good film. Well, his the 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 good films are few and far between now, aren't they? Yeah. Like he did have a series of hits. Of... Objectively good films, I think is better is the better word. Okay. Yeah. 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 But, but you I, know he I he had a good get... a good run of 
you know, Six Degrees Separation, Bad Boys, Independence Day, Men in Black, Enemy of the State, yeah. Wild West, whatever, Ali, Men in Black 2, Bad Boys 2, you know, there was just like, there was a solid kind of 10 year period where most of the films he was in were subjectively good films. And I feel like the latter part of his career has been a bit more, you know, he's a bit more hit and miss. That's, I think that's fair, to be honest. Yeah. So what do we see for him in the future? I don't know. Like, what do you want to see more of? What do you hope? I'd see more as a, like, the vil- I'd like to see a proper villain piece, like, probably similar to what Obi's watched. I'd like to see another one of those. I want a Wild Wild West 2. I'm being serious. Jeez. I mean, can I just say, yeah, I watched Wild Wild West today, yeah? The film's the film for me is quite good personally. I because I grew up thinking the film was shit because I haven't watched it in since it first came out. I must have watched it in the cinema when I was maybe what six years old, if that. And like, I don't know how I watched it because there's some there's a madness in there. Some anyway, um, <laughs> but like you know you just get an impression of something. Like, oh yeah, it's crap, and you just go. Like, I uh, I went along thinking it was just rubbish. Obviously, a lot of people say it is crap. Fair enough. Um, and I can see why people dislike it, but me, it's just a, like a a dumb action flick. It's a mix between western and like a um, like kind of like a secret agent sort of thing. And like <laughs> the 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 script is, I can see why people don't like the script because there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of suggestive uh, innuendos and stuff like that. But like it's funny. I literally I laughed out loud must be four or five times genuinely. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I. I I would I would like to see both of you to watch it again, um, just to see what you think of it. Because obviously, I'm, I assume it's been a while since you both watched it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. And I was going to watch it today, but I didn't have enough time. Yeah, t- yeah, try and give it a go and see what you think of it. Because I well, I enjoyed myself. I'm not going to lie, but hey, that's just me. I would like I would like to see him do another proper drama in the vein mm. of Ali and um, Pursuit of Happiness. Like, I want him to get that Oscar film. Um, I'd also like to see how... I don't know if he's got any interest in directing, but I would be interested to see how he would fare with that. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think... I'm kind of intrigued to see this uh, this biopic he's about to do. Of, um, yeah. yeah. What, do you call, what was it called? Uh, King Richard. King Richard. King Richard, okay, yeah. That's so, yeah, that seems pretty interesting, I would say. Yeah, that guy must have been... I mean, I don't know the backstory, but he must have been buzzing. His two daughters were fucking... Well, still are. Well, apparently, they didn't have the greatest relationship, so... Well, it'd be interesting, then. I'm looking forward to watching that. Um, so, I wanted to also ask, um, what do you think is... Of the ones you've seen, what do you think is his worst film? Oh. Worst um... Bright. Fair enough. Mm. I like that, but fair enough. Mm. So that's with the heavy caveat I've not seen after her. Yeah, so I was going to say, I've seen half of it. It's really bad, but I'm not, yeah, not included. In it for like five minutes. Do you say um, Suicide Squad, Chris? Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I think I agree with you. 
play. I was only joking. I just can't. I can't. I can't figure out which one I don't like. I've not seen Gemini Man, but that sounded pretty shit. Witness Tales pretty shit. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, but he wasn't in it very much, so I can't really count it. Long as cameo, so. Um. I'm going to say Suicide Squad. I think. Yeah, and I only watched Suicide Squad the other day and I don't even think it's like terrible. I used to think it was terrible. I don't think it's terrible. It's just yeah. not good. I, I, maybe, maybe, maybe Shark Tale. Oh, what? Shark Tale's oh, mad, sick, mate. Isn't it? Shark Tale's okay. Get off the pod. You're crazy. Oh, no, Chris, man. Nah. The worst nah. film. No way. Hit, nah. no hit. Hitch is crap. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hitch was shit, yeah. It's too bad. Hitch I'm, not even, I'm not even seen Hitch. I forgot Hitch. about Hitch. Yeah. I literally yeah, Hitch, man. Hitch is rubbish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? Will Smith needs to start doing the theme tunes to the films again. Because they slapped. Did it? Did it? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Men in Black, yeah. Sweet. Uh, he's only done two like animated roles. Like, Shark Tale was, was okay. And Spies in Disguise was fairly decent as well. So maybe he should not venture into a few more voice roles. Mm. And sorry, as well. Yeah. Yeah. And he plays a fucking pigeon in in the most in most Spies <laughs> in Disguise. So. <laughs> wow, well, he's that's the diversity, isn't it? You can play a pigeon. Yeah, true, true, true. I would like to say, I think I want to introduce another sci fi film. I yeah. think that's bread and butter. Yeah. I Robot 2. Mate. Mate. I'm legend I... too. Sorry, I'm sorry. I've got to say this, yeah. Bad Boys for Life, right? That is a madness, that film. That is a fucking madness. It was like Bad Boys 1 meets fucking John Wick. Oh my lord! The amount oh, of really? the amount of shooting, the amount of stabbing, was insane. Like mm. what the hell? And I'm sorry. As soon as he looked at that computer screen, I knew exactly the storyline. I mean, it was very late in the film, but I knew exactly what he'd look, he'd seen on the screen. Mm. Mate, it was a good film. I'm not sure I quite like the ending, but it was just mad. It was mad. Martin yeah. Lawrence has put on bare weight. He's put on a lot of weight, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, it's gonna it's not going to have... It might have Will Smith in. That's literally what I was going to say. I think I think the film set it up for, for there to be like spin-offs, basically. Yeah, that, that team they've got, I think, is going to be... It's going to be the like, spin-off of it. Yeah. I see Vanessa Hutchins popping off in there. Hmm. I haven't seen her in a long time. It was just like, and I can't believe DJ DJ Khaled was in it. Oh my days! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Talk, talking of talking of terrible cameos, um, Lauren and I watched this show called Money Heist, which is a Spanish kind of heist TV show. Fucking Neymar's in it for like two episodes. Good what? Huh? As Neymar, or what? Uh, as as a monk called Joao. Oh, right. But, uh-huh. like, 
it's just it's so obviously Neymar and he like even like sort of has this like wink in his eye it's like hey it's me you know like you earn how much money why do you need to play a monk in a Spanish heist show it's just it's just every time he came on screen it just took me completely out of it and I was like that's Neymar I imagine he's just a big fan of the show and they said he asked yeah. them in it kind of thing. Like, like when Ed Sheeran was in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, Maybe we should do a pod on terrible cameos. <laughs> I think Neymar appears in Triple X3 as well, doesn't he? I've not no, seen it, but I'm pretty sure I saw him in the trailer or something. Uh, Maybe that's why he misses every March of the season. But anyway, we're digressing slightly. Um, I mean, to be fair, like, I know he's got a fair amount of films with Smith, but I expected it more for some reason. Well, because it seems like he's been around forever. Well, not that. It's just like all the films that I like, I vividly remember. Like, before I before I bought a few and like looked online, found a few, the ones I know, they're all really highly rated in my mind. Like off the top of my head, I thought Men in Black, Enemy of State, Bad Boys, Independence Day. Uh, I Robot, I Am Legend, like Pursuit of Happiness, like all these films. I in my head they're like they're good film, good to great or exceptional films. Like mm. thinking, I was like when I was looking through these films, I was like, I was like, there's got to be a film I've never heard of, or a lot more films that I've never heard of, or a lot more shit films. <laughs> I was like, this is, I feel like it's unheard of for like someone to have so many good films. Yeah. And because they were front-loaded I, at the beginning of his career as well, though, weren't they? Yeah. I mean, I know you were saying, like, there's there's been, like, a, essentially an eight-year gap since his really exceptional roles. But, like, Suicide Squad, unfortunately for him, wasn't a great film. But he did play fairly... Well, you're, you guys really liked his acting performance in that. And then Bright, he acted very well in. I, and I don't know about Gemini Man or whatever. But, like... I just think it's kind of amazing that he didn't have more shit. There. Yeah. Yeah. And there's only more. like only a handful that I'd never heard of, which is like the first three he ever did. And then the one I watched today, uh, which is The Legend of Bagav. Bagav. What is it? Bagav Vance. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's four films I'd never heard of. Yeah. Oh, but you said at the beginning you had a few controversial opinions. One of them is obviously that Wild Wild West is a good film, but yep. what's what were the other ones? I can't remember what the other one was. It was to do with crap. Crap, crap, crap. What was it to do with? Shit. I can't remember. Ah, come back to me. Let me think. Let me think. Sorry, <laughs> but are there, are there any uh, any other things you want to mention about any specific Will Smith films or his career or anything else? Or have Mate, we covered much I, of it? Black, like, I think that them films are actually kind of funny and kind of interesting. I'm mad surprised at how early on he got into sci-fi as well, like 1996 and 97. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, but I, I quite. I, oh, huh? go on. I was like, funny enough, the director of Independence Day said that he like wanted to get Will Smith in his film because of his performance in Six Degrees of Separation. 
Oh really? So if he hadn't done that, he hadn't, if he hadn't done that, he might not have. They might not have launched his whole sci-fi career. I'm not really sure Roland Emmerich's that bothered about performance, though, is he? It's more about oh, explosions and. But anyway, that's my own personal opinion. I don't. Th- I don't think we'll be doing a Roland Emmerich pod special. But I kind of think like also like rewatching iRobot. iRobot's quite a deep film. Hmm? I agree with you, but what you what you say? Yeah, like I just think like obviously in back in was it 2000, 2004, I see here. So like we were cool. fuck how old were we? Ten. Yeah, eleven. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I saw this in the cinema. And like obviously, when I was that age, liked all the fucking jumping around, people shooting stuff, robots being about. But like actually watching it, it's kind of like mad deep. Like how, like he suffered an injury, but he was willing to risk. He wanted to give up his life to save a young child. Yet, when you hear the statistics, it's like, well, the robot saw that you had a twelve percent chance of survival, while she had a two percent. So that's why the robot saved you rather than her. And like he's living with regret and this whole, oh, I hate robots thing. Yet he is partially a robot. And it's like, oh, the three rules of robotics. Uh, a robot may not harm a human. A robot must listen to a human. Or I don't know what the fucking three were. but And then, like, this one robot's been given the idea of dreaming. And it's like, it, it, it's a thinker. I think it's a thinker of a film as well. Yeah. My thing, my thing was, like, um, it kind of well not, it kind of poses the question to what makes something a living thing. Like, yeah. If you get to the point now where these uh, uh, AIs can speak for themselves, can act or act by themselves, which um, they were in uh, at, at some at what point in the film, do they become beings? If that makes sense. And like the the there was one point in the film. Obviously, Will Smith hates robots. Blah 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 blah. But then he refers to Sonny, the robot who has dreams, as someone instead of something. So is he yeah. acknowledging this person to be? A living being, and also Dr. Calvin didn't want to kill Sonny, like or kill inverted commas, because because only humans can kill humans, as they say in the film. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a it's kind of philosophical in that regard, isn't it? Yeah. Um, have you I have either of you ever seen Ex Machina? Yes, because because that poses a lot of kind of similar like humanitarian questions in terms of like you know what what when does a robot become human or you know display human you know um kind of tendencies um and that whole the whole point of that film is the turing test which is you know if a robot can convince a human that it's human then is it still a robot um so it's obi if you've not seen it and you liked irobot it's not you know as action-packed as irobot it's a lot more kind of thinking you know it's, yeah it's a deep it's a it's a filmy ponder but you would really enjoy that did you I like the end of that film though i'm not going to say what it was but did you like the end of it because i'm not i think i did because i didn't see it coming and i was like oh okay also yeah. it's like the black mirror episode like um where the woman's husband dies and she gets yeah. a robot to replace her husband and like is really really like her husband but because she knows it's not her husband 
it's kind of not the same. Yeah. Isn't it? And it's like, it does, it does, like, the whole idea of robots and AIs has so many different connotations, like, economically, ethically, like, it's just like, if it has a soul, should you be able to kill it? Um, if you make robots that can do our jobs, then what do we do? Is there an economy for it? And it's just like, there's so many aspects of robotics that can be looked at. And it's kind of, yeah, it's just kind of mad. It's kind of mad how early on that film was thinking about stuff like that, I just think. Mm, yeah. Uh, Good job. I also agree with you, Obi. I definitely do exactly that film. Fucking would not go anywhere near him. Let's <laughs> the only one for me in the robot industry. Even then, you don't know what will happen. You say, she, you say, Alexa, turn the lights on. She might turn the lights on like a thousand percent, burn to death, Chris. <laughs> don't even know how lights work, but it could happen. Imagine, imagine if she talked back to you. It's like, are you going to say please then? Oh, do you know what? I dread the day. I dread the day. But like one, I, I, I do remember quite vividly and it makes you like think that obviously they're always listening or, or Alexa does have like a record of what you're saying, even though if you're not talking to her, um, I'm pretty sure. And um, it must have been a year ago now, but I literally was just laying in bed and then he said something like in a response, like, I'm not sure that. Like, it's like when you say something to her and she doesn't know how to find the answer. And I was like, I didn't fucking say anything. And I looked up on my, on the Alexa app, like, um, what was said. And a full paragraph had been said to her, but it made absolutely no sense. <laughs> and I was like, this is fucking weird. Oh, uh, what if it was a ghost? Uh, wouldn't surprise me in my house. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've, wasn't there an occasion where we were at your house? house and said something and then something rather oh, strange happened burst and I left yeah. immediately yeah. <laughs> oh, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> anything else you want to mention about Will Smith or I think we've covered it quite um, I tried to dead or alive Fresh Prince was that about dead or alive Obi? I said, no, he's top five dead or alive, isn't it? Top five actors. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fair play. Fair play. Yeah, right, I think well. that's the same for me. Okay. Did you want to what talk about Fresh Prince, Chris? Or... No, I only, I only watched like three episodes. Not enough to talk about. Although, I do want to know, is there only six seasons? Yeah. Okay. So Netflix do have them all. Hmm. Well, the only thing about that that I, I vividly remember is the scene where Will is talking about his dad dying. Uh, no, his dad leaving them, sorry. And I'm assuming that happened to him in real life because that seemed like a real deep and emotional scene. Where it actually talk- didn't happen to him. It's a common misconception. It oh. actually didn't happen. People just spread the rumour and they think it and they think it did happen, but it doesn't. Oh, yeah. That's pretty good acting then. Cause, yeah. Or... or I don't know. Maybe the rumour made it a better acting situation. I don't know now. Maybe. Interesting. That is <laughs> super interesting, actually. Ah. Who, who should we make the topic of our next um, 
deep dive. I was thinking DiCaprio, but then I thought, oh, great. I was thinking maybe DiCaprio. That's up there. But then I thought maybe we should go with a female. I don't know. Yeah, I think we. Sh- I think we should try and, you know, not just guys, men. Just, just because we're picking another male actor doesn't make us not diverse. By the way, <laughs> it's balance, isn't it? Where to Thanos? Yeah, I think also like it would probably force us to watch films that we haven't seen. Um, so, which actress? Janelle Monae. <laughs> Janelle Monae has not been in that many films, mate. <laughs> Who is, <laughs> Who is that? She's a beautiful, beautiful young woman. She was in Hidden Figures. Mm. What? Superb. Never saw it. <laughs> okay, well, you can, you can watch her films on your own, Obi. Um, I'll do that anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Nicole Kidman? No. Oh, okay. All right. Why not, Chris? <laughs> Beyonce! <laughs> <laughs> what? You've got to watch Dream Girls. No, crap. Dream Girls and the Spy Who Shagged Me. You say Nicole Kidman. Why not? Why not? I don't know. I was just thinking I of mean, an actress who's got a long body of work. That's what I should figure out. If she does. Has she got... Is she diverse? I want to watch someone who her films are all the same. I feel like her films are quite similar. Okay, well, maybe we'll, maybe we'll do a little bit of preliminary research and then we'll, yeah. we'll, um, we'll find someone who's got... A, a she's broad range of work. And she's done yeah, six mad. Um, I mean, she has bare films and she's still going. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll have a think. Um, um, no, come yeah. on, Matt. Glenn, mate, I want someone right here, right now. <laughs> Fair, I'm, I'm just going to reel off some people that we could possibly do. I just typed in female actresses into Google. So, yeah. um, Scarlett Hansen, Meryl hmm. Streep, Charlize Theron. Charlize Jennifer. Theron would be a good one, I think. That's why she's got. She's got a film coming out on Netflix soon called The Old Guard. Um, mm. And then she's obviously in like Atomic Blonde. She got. She won an Oscar for Monster. Um, Damn, she's she's in the film I'm watching now, The Legend of of Bang of Dance. So yeah, mate, I'll get on that. Okay. All right. I, I think, we decided. Yep. And then you can watch Fury Road again, Hopes. Oh, I'm not watching that again. It's a decent, <laughs> decent film, though, but I'm not watching it again. To, to be fair, do you know, the thing with the thing is, I do want to watch someone who has, like, loads of films, but I also kind of want to, like, be able to watch a lot of the films. Like, someone like Nicole Kidman has bare films. I feel like I wouldn't be able to get through enough of them. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I just want to watch someone who, who's diverse. Like Will Smith, for example. So, well, okay. Charlize Theron, two films that she's played in with Will Smith, so that's two off the list. Oh, she was in Mighty Joe Young. Film. She was in Hancock, mate. Oh, shit. forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> she's the other super. I've seen quite a lot of these films, to be fair, actually. Okay. Well, we're not going to talk about them right now. We'll, we'll give it a few weeks. Give me a chance to watch at least two. And then, uh... <laughs> I've not... <laughs> What's the film where she's got like no eyebrows? Couldn't tell you, mate. <laughs> I, do. I don't know. I don't know. Sweet. All right. Well, uh, yeah. I look forward to knowing that you've watched 15 of Charlie's Theron's films, uh, Chris. I'm not buying mm. any. 
I'm just going to have to find them now. Well, if you do buy any, Six. buy the actual disc as well, yeah? Well, out of the ten films I brought, I think one <laughs> not to have it. It's not bad. All right. Cheers, guys. All right. Keep it sexy. <laughs>